I think the biggest challenge I faced in getting a business up and running is what is a business and my definition or perception of what it would take and what's what knowledge I needed to have a business. Hello, hello. This is Charlie, your online business manager. And today I have a bit of a treat. I have a guest coming to speak to us. So I'd like to, before I get any further along, introduce Chris Wilderborg. And if I've pronounced that wrong, she will correct me. <laughs> and uh, rather than me tell you about Chris, I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about herself. So welcome, Chris. Thank you for coming along. Hi, Charlie. Yep, great to be here. And uh, oh, a bit about myself. Yes, you got the surname correct. So yay. But- we have known each other long enough for you to get the surname right, I think. Well, We're all I good. <laughs> okay, so I am, uh, I've been in business for 14 years. I, my business is called Balance Central. I did start it as one-on-one sessions uh, with clients. And then over the years, I've created programs and also workshops. So I work with individuals and I also work with teams. And primarily what I'm aiming for when I work with either an individual or a team is to get them out of their own way. Now, that sounds easy, but when we are stuck in our own little island being all amazing and we can do everything, it's really difficult to realise that we might need some assistance. And so being able to get out of our own way and become our observers, we can start to see what's needed. So that's the role I play for all of my clients, regardless of whether it's on an individual basis or a team basis. Look, that sounds fascinating. And that was one of the reasons I did want to get you to uh, come along and have a chat to us. The focus of these podcasts that I'm doing is to help people be better business owners. I think that's a good way of putting it. Um, And to achieve success. Uh, and maybe that's a success in spite of themselves or because of themselves. <laughs> well, it's um, a bit of both, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it? Um, so it's really, I'm really, really pleased to have you along. And as Chris said, we've known each other for a couple of years now. Chris actually came to me a few years ago and said, I need help with my website. And um, we just hit it off. Really, we just really hit it off. And Chris has been with me as a client for all those years. Um, and I like to consider Chris a friend of mine. So there we go. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, you've told me a little bit about yourself and and what you do. Uh, You say you've been in business for 14 years doing this. I think one of the questions that I would have coming from this is what are the challenges you've seen people experiencing in their businesses or have you experienced in your business uh, in, in trying to get it up and running? Not not technically, but in any way, shape, or form. Look, look I think um, I think the biggest challenge I faced in getting a business up and running is what is a business, and my definition or perception of what it would take, and what's what knowledge I needed to have a business. So I remember when I first. It wasn't even my idea. Somebody suggested that I created a business. And so I Googled, how do I create a business? Thought that was a good place to start. This was back Great in 2009. Well, it was back in 2009. So 
just keep that in mind. There wasn't a lot available, <laughs> but I, I um, did that and was very limited in what it is I put in place to run a business. And it took me a year before I really started to realise that I did not have all the skills. So I had the technical skills and I had the administrative skills. So when I say technical skills, I had the the, the technique that I use with my clients. I, I had that down pat. So that, that, that was ticked off. And I had the administrative and process-orientated skills because I'd always been in admin and quality management. So those two things were ticked. But there was another piece that was really vital and it was marketing. And I did not know how much marketing needed to be learnt. So that was my big steep learning curve. And I, I do see that a lot with people because they get very passionate about the idea that they have but don't always see the gap of, of what a business needs because they're just in, caught up in the enthusiasm which is needed to get the business up and running. Let me let me just follow that one through because I, I think I actually agree with you. Um, and when you're talking about marketing, you're talking about letting people know what it is you do and getting them yes. through the door. Yeah. So there's, I, I mean, there's so many levels to marketing, as you well know. Like, yes, there's a being able to explain what it is you do. And I've spent 14 years doing it, and I still don't think I have completely landed on exactly what it is I do. So year one, I certainly hadn't landed on it. So I think that's another little side note is that we're always um, refining how to explain that, but that's the initial thing in marketing. But it's about how important relationships are in a business so so I the relationship that I have with you for you to support my website and make it look fabulous it's because of the relationship I have with you that that is done with ease and so then other people come along and go oh look at your fabulous website Chris and it's like well yes that's not because of me it's actually because of the relationship that I have so marketing has all these different kind of uh, reveals in it. So, yes, it's about articulating what it is I do, but then it's about finding the right people to actually present that, whether it's website, whether it's um, through a video, whether it's through images, um, wording, social media, wh whatever those things are that we want to communicate that through it's I wasn't good at that so I needed to find the people that I had a really good relationship with to make that really effective and then I think the people in the door comes after that so um if I can just go back on that one because I think you hit a really valid point without um realizing what you said if I'm right in what I heard you say you worked out what you didn't know and found people who did know to help you yeah and I think that's the um that's the 
thing that can get lost when we get really enthusiastic about what we know is that it's a bit like putting rose-coloured glasses on. We get all caught up in the bubble of the enthusiasm and and miss or just sort of sideline the bit that we're not very good at or that we're not very enthusiastic about and we forget it and, and it gets pushed aside and more aside and more aside and then we wonder why this thing isn't working. And so by recognising that marketing was not a strength of mine, I've had to learn marketing and I would still claim that it's not a strength. Now, others would look at me and go, oh, no, you got this marketing thing sorted. However, personally, I still have, I have you that helps me with marketing. I have a social media person. I have a marketing coach that I still utilise. Um I still have all of that support around me. So I have a videographer, I have a photographer, I have all those that that those people contributing constantly to make so my marketing better. I I, do, I just love I love listening to you say these things because um, I, one of my favorite sayings is I don't know what I don't know. I I don't know what I don't know, and then when I find something I don't know. Um, and I'm not sure if you've seen it, I've certainly seen it with others as well. It's like, well, I don't know this, so I'm going to work it all out myself and I'm going to do it all myself. Now, that's a failing I have, um, and it's something I see in a lot of other business owners as well. Well, it's uh, really distracting. It, it is really, really distracting, distracting, and it's taking you away from what I call your knitting. You know, focus on your living in your business or focus on your bread and butter. What is it that you can be doing to bring the money through the door? And what is it you need others to help you do so that you can focus on that? So coming back to your example, you know, yes, you've got your marketing down pat and you've got it, like you've got it locked down. But that's because I believe, having worked with you, you know who your target audience is. You know what your programs do. You know who they're aimed at. And I'm going to come back to that last one in a minute. Um, and then you say, okay, now I need to get this out here. Charlie, I need a new page. I need to, sorry, you come to me often and say, I need a new page on my website. And my first question is, so what are we doing? <laughs> explain yeah, this to me. <laughs> in Chris' words, explain this to me. Actually, no, you don't need a new page. We need to do this, or I think we could do this. I'm going to guarantee that that is the same discussion you have with your social media marketing people and your marketing coach as well. Yes, I go, this is the thing I think I need. Now you're the expert. Can you tell me what it is I actually need? Because I don't want to spend my time. Uh, I think there's a balance. I think we do have to know what we have to learn the things that we don't know. So if I don't know how my Facebook works or how Instagram works, I can't instruct someone else about what it is I want. If I don't know the purpose of my website, I can't give you an overall picture of what it is I was thinking but I also then go, and now I'm taking my hands off. So you get to step in and just go, right, well, that was your picture. 
this is the picture you're actually going to get because that will serve the purpose. And I think there's this balance in I had to understand a bit about website. I never went down the rabbit hole of having to build my own website. I avoided that. I Smart always lady. had someone else do Smart that. Smart lady. Essentially who builds one going, sometimes I wish I could do that. <laughs> uh, but I, I, you know, over the years I certainly have gone down some, let's call them rabbit holes, where I didn't actually need to know more about that. I just got caught up in it and then I'd go, oh, hang on, that's that's losing focus from where I really want to be heading and where I want to be putting my energy. And I do pull out of that really quickly. I'm a bit, I, I'm designed well in that way because I have really strong self-discipline so I can pick when I'm heading down a rabbit hole and then I can pull myself back really quickly. Um, but I do see it in most most entrepreneurs that I meet are all big picture, big on ideas, love to get caught up in discovering the next exciting thing. And so that type of person tends to get stuck down rabbit holes. Yes. Yeah, and they, my, my experience there is that before you've even well, you might have just started their their current project and they're on to the next one and you're, you you as their assistant, their provider, their support people are always struggling to keep up with them. Um, and the reason you would have an online business or a business manager or someone to help you manage your business is they're the person that says, uh-uh, <laughs> let's write that down, let's capture that information, but I'm going to pull you right the way back and we're working on this specific thing right here at the moment and I need you to give me that picture. Oh, but I want to talk about this big thing. Yes, I know you want to talk about that, but right now we need this thing. So and I that's think, about me. I think that's that that being able to find the communication that works and and people being you know the own the business owner being able to go I don't have to do everything I can trust this person enough to do the best for the business rather than making it about them so let me then take that back onto uh, back about yourself and point this all back at you oh great <laughs> How you've already spoken about a few of these things, but um, is there any specific examples of how you've helped yourself or how you've helped a client overcome those issues? Something that you could point to? Oh, um, look, I I think that the the biggest example that I can think of is when I started my business my daughter was in primary school so I built my business around taking her to school and picking her up now that's not unusual but what was really triggering for me was that I would start my day in the morning and be all I'd have the mum hat on and then I'd get her to school and I'd come back home and I'd be in work mode and then I'd have to change that hat again and go and pick her up from school and then I'd have to get back home again and put on the work hat again. And then I'd probably do dinner and family stuff. And then I'd probably put the client hat back on again in the evening. And so I was doing all these transitions. And it seemed to be highlighted a few years ago for obvious reasons. People were working from home a lot more and had 
more to cope with really one room (laughs) yeah um but I had that when I first started the business 14 years ago and I struggled and can now still now struggle with transitioning so changing that hat over I'd much prefer just give me one hat I'll wear it all day I'm good to go if I'm having a day off give me that hat and I'm good to go but if I have to swap and change it gets a little bit taxing. And one of the reasons that I struggled initially is that I would show up differently. Yes. So as a mum, I would show up in a particular way. I'm still bringing me, but there was like, okay, well, I've got all these responsibilities and now I have to make sure she's all organised and blah, 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 blah. Of course, that's changed over the years. That's talking primary school years, which is a lot more hands-on. But Then when I was doing the business side of things, well, that was all very new and there was lots of out of my comfort zone and 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 the the transition, it was okay while I was in it, but the transitioning from one place to the next. And it was about I wasn't being completely me all of the time. I was moving and showing up in a way that was expected. So how did you resolve that? Have you resolved it? And if so, how did you resolve it? It's a work in progress. I, I, people would, so, so this is a really difficult one because I will be completely transparent and honest and say I'm still a work in progress and yet others will look at me and go, oh, Chris, you're like nothing in comparison to what you were like 15 years ago. Like the The change in me is phenomenal. And yet internally, I still know I still have resistance to change. So therefore the transitions when I have to transition even today, I have to put some strategies in place. So that comes to the answer of how I make that easier for myself. And that is understanding who I am, really looking deeper, which is the work I do for my clients, but I actually also do it for me because if I don't do it for me, I can't show up and do it for them. I, I you know the, you know the um you know sometimes the comment is that the builder has the house that's never finished being built. Oh, I'm so aware of that comment. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to ensure that I, as I, my expertise is in energy, that I kept my energy through all its ups and downs as effective as possible so that when I went out into the world and talked to others about that, I could show them what it was really like and I could relate to them because I've been there and done that and come out the other side. So it's really about understanding yourself within and finding what works. And each individual has different ways of seeing the world and coping with the world and being able to identify that on an individual level. Well, that just rocks my world. That's what I love to do with with people. And when they get to see that, then their world changes immediately. Okay, so I'm just thinking because something you've said several times here has has kind of resonated a little. It's a work in progress. You're continually evolving. 
Um, does it ever finish? Uh, philosophically, no. That's a good That's answer. I'm really, really glad answer. you said that. It's because we all grow. We are continually growing and our experiences change us. Totally. So so whether we're liking it or whether we're choosing growth, we're always doing it. So it doesn't ever stop. What changes is that we go through periods, I've noticed, where we more actively or deliberately choose growth or we become passive about our growth. And is either any better or worse than the other? The passive can have harder struggles because circumstantially you will be forced into things that you didn't want to pay attention to. Where when you are already aware that something's about to happen, there's an ability to be more prepared, to be more aware, to not be so surprised that something's changing and you can adapt into the new thing much easier. So I think deliberate growth is a much, makes life easier. So then I have a follow-on from that one. I'm sorry. I always have lots of questions. (laughs) Um, Is it reasonable to say to yourself at some point right now I'm happy where I'm at and I'm just going to coast for a little bit and then go back into that routine again absolutely we go through seasons so there is um it it, it's not a uh, this is not a new concept people have talked about this for many years around how the human uh emotional and mental patterns go through seasons so it's a bit like um i'm going to use the idea uh, okay so we come up with a new idea that's very much like spring right oh look there's that amazing color flower over there oh look at this this would be great like all the shiny objects we come up with all the ideas that's when the idea like sparks in that's like spring so we have all this levels of enthusiasm naturally after that idea comes we need to find ways to make sure that it can be sustained and so that's a bit of summer right that's that oh we can just enjoy the the um the weather and we enjoy the the heat and the, the like it's just this sort of summer is this just like feels like holiday right and and this is where we've got all the we've got friends around we have barbecues where we can be outside more often right and so there's this natural capacity to have support and that's that how do we find how do we make ourselves more sustainable so that's the second thing that happens and that's more of a summer feel then we hit into autumn which is about, okay, so this is great. Now we've had all this support and we've got this idea kind of moving along, but really things start to be identified as, oh, this bit has to drop off here, but this bit we want to really nurture and grow, much like autumn where the leaves drop off. And then we come into a winter because when we've decided that this thing needs to be nurtured and needs to be really concentrated on 
we then can dig down like in winter. We retreat a little just so that we can build everything to allow it to spring forth again. And so we're constantly going in that cycle. New idea, how can we make it sustainable, allowing it to go, oh, that bit needs to drop off, but this we can enhance and now allowing it to have the timing to come through again. Fantastic. So um, it, it's great that you actually take a little bit of time to do some introspection and just let your batteries char- recharge as long as you're doing that consciously, <laughs> not going and fighting away deliberate. from the world. Yeah. That's the deliberate. And it's and it's not, um, yes, I'm using the analogy of seasons. It's not doesn't match three months at a time. Like it's not about some people will have a, a longer spring season than they will in a winter season and others will have a longer winter season. Yep. There's a whole lot of aspects that contribute to that, um, but that's one of the areas that I work with with my clients is allowing um, and and letting them know that they've got this. That if that's where they need to be, then they know how to strategize and allow things to still be moving in outside of them, even though they're feeling like they're retreating a little. So, yeah, it's working with the seasons that we're in. I I, re- I really, really love that because, I mean, I know I, I've i seen you go through it. We got the website yeah. up and running and we went, okay, we're just going to leave that now and let it run. And then I think it was about 12 months, four day months later, we went back through and we redid a whole heap of pages and we redid a whole heap of things because you'd had a there feel was a for new how focus. things were. And you had a new focus and you had a couple of new programs you were bringing on. And we got those up and running and we just watched them again (laughs) to make sure that everything runs. Um, And I'm just about, you don't know this, but I'm just about to send you another video to get up on the website for one of those new programs because it had to have time to be nurtured and now I've finally been able to, I've had enough time for people to learn the program and go through it and give me feedback that now there's a testimonial to support it. But that actually took 18 months. Yes. Yeah, and that's okay that it takes 18 months to do it because that's what it took to do it. Correct. And we can get caught up when we're way back at the beginning. 18 months. I don't have 18 months to allow this to, you know, get a video testimonial for this amazing new idea I have. But sometimes it does take that long. And um, I I think, yeah, this is obviously things that you work with with your clients on. There are other ways of achieving those sorts of things that don't require that exact one thing. So, um, for example, I need a video testimonial. Well, do you? What are other ways we can do this in the interim until you can get that? How do we manage that? That's right. And um, often it's in the emotional state that that gets looked at because you'd see this. emotions get in the way oh I know (laughs) my emotions get in the way especially when I've got a problem and they're not working properly and I'm so upset and I walk away and have a cup of coffee and go and play with the dogs and come back and go oh look there's there's my answer (laughs) 
<laughs> there we are. Get out of your own way. And then look, it's magically repaired itself. Mm -hmm. So it's, it is, it's about, um, so what is fun about my work is that I don't have any specific things that I tell my clients all the time because I am always tailoring it to them. So it's about what that individual needs rather than, and for them, and, and I don't even tell them what it is they need. Um, on a practical level, I really just get them to connect back into what works for them. Love it. I really love it. So it's amazing. That's, and they keep coming back for more because people, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that we all want to um, be the best version of ourselves and we want to offer our skill in the best possible way. And the most effective way we can do that is be the best version of ourselves. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I, I just, yeah, there's nothing more to say, but yes. Um, and that version of myself is not um, the version of yourself that you have for you. It, we are different people. We do things differently. And I think on top of that, others perceive you in a particular way. So I've said this a bit in this where I have a certain level of I'm still a work in progress. Others would view me as, oh, Chris, you've got it all going on. And so I think we have to make that distinction as well is the way others see us and the way we see ourselves is not always a match. And you say, so is there, I'm just trying to think of how to word that question. Can you reconcile those two views? Because they're both true. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> um, we, as humans, we are, um, and I don't, I'm, I'm yet to decide whether it's all society's fault. However, in my experience, humans tend to default to the negative. And we have a lot of that conversation in our own selves uh, a lot of the time. So it's difficult to reconcile if someone thinks you're further along the path than you can see. Like um, when I talk about my business, I joke and say, oh, yes, I'm an overnight success after 14 years. You know, because people see us as over so overnight successes and they don't see all of the stuff we've put in for the years behind that. And I started my business when my daughter was in year four. She's graduated and working out in the world now. So, you know, that's a whole lot of life experience that has happened for me as the business has been around. And, and so... People will go, oh, Chris, wow, you're doing amazing. It's like, yeah, 14 years of, yeah, hard work, like getting I, up I every day. It's kind of like I would certainly hope so. <laughs> so there's truth in both, right, because it is an overnight success. So that's the joke, right? Well, it's an overnight success. It's acknowledging that, yes, there's been 14 years to make it successful, so there's all of that learning and work and 
questioning and everything else that goes into those 14 years, plus it's successful. So they're both true. Fabulous. Okay. Okay. I mean, we could I could dig down on that one, but <laughs> we don't have that long. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm just looking at my my little questions here that I had. Um, I, one of the questions I did have here was, what should business owners think about when they're in business? And I know that you covered that in terms of, you know, you, you said marketing and you said getting out of getting out of your own way. <laughs> which I really, I love that. You've got to get out of your own way to be successful. Um, is there sort of something you could just sum up in a sentence that people can think about, about if, they, if they're starting out or if they've been going for a while, what do they need to think about for themselves? Oh, the, they have to make sure that they schedule their time appropriately and they don't say yes to everything. Oh, my goodness. So you can't say yes to everything? Well, <laughs> so she you can. You can. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make you very successful, though. The, the problem with saying yes is that we are not infinite and we don't have an infinite amount of time and we don't have an infinite amount of energy. So we cannot say yes to everything. And so there might be three events that are all happening at the same time. You can't say yes to all three because you can't be in all three places at once. So in my case, I couldn't say yes to working with a client at 8.30 in the morning when I had to get my daughter off to school. Yep. I, I yep. couldn't say yes to everything. I had to make a distinction about where I was showing up, when I was going to do that, and what energy I could put into that space and time. So I think that is, and I see that across the board with many businesses um, and many, and at different levels too. Like it's like um, the CEO who just says yes to anyone who, who any business that walks in the door. It's like it's not always the right fit. It's not always good for the business. It doesn't have an, a, a good value alignment. Um, to the very eager team member who wants to do all the good things and just says yes to everything to make sure that everyone knows that they all, they're the go-to person, but they will ultimately be overwhelmed. And we get caught up in both of those things when we're running our own business on a sole trader type level. So we can't say yes to everything. Um, but, and I think that comes back to if I was to look at some of the advice I give my clients is know who your target audience is. Know what it is you do. Know what it is you want to be doing and make decisions based on those that 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 information completely agree i think i'd add to that and say and allow that to change as you grow i love that and that's the bit that i do forget yes and um as chris has said a number of times here it's we are evolving our businesses evolve we as people evolve what works for us six months ago may not work today and I can tell you from now that worked for me 17 years ago is not working for me 
today. In fact, I don't want to go back to that. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, it's really obvious in a technical space, isn't it? Because technology changes so fast these days and it's just getting faster and faster, right? So the technology that worked 10 years ago is not the technology we're using today. That's right, yes. And so it's easy to identify in technology spaces, but it's not so easy to identify in when we're putting in energy or enthusiasm to our own business because we're like, well, that worked last year. It's still going to work this year. Maybe not. Maybe not because you're not not the same person you were. And I'm going to add to that one that technology is evolving so quickly that something new might come along and you go, oh, I want to do that. But that technology might not be ready. That technology might not be stable. And that technology might just be a flash in the pan and you've wasted all of that time, energy and money trying to get it installed and working and integrated and now it's no longer there. And that's the same (laughs) things you can be doing with your business. So, yes, evolve. Um, Yes, look at what's coming down the path and where you want to be, but also really think about what it's going to take you to get there and if that's the right thing to be doing at that point in time. And be willing to ask the questions of the people that you know are more expert in that area or have more knowledge in that area than you do. That, that's that been really key uh, for me is, is knowing when I don't know everything. You know, I know enough to be dangerous and and if I'm dangerous, then that's not a good look. I so love that saying though. <laughs> I need, you know, I recognise that and then go, okay, well, I, I sort of know enough, but I don't. Okay. So um, we, we know that you run Balance Central and we know that you mm-hmm. help your clients get out of their way, out of their own way. Uh, how can people... What's the sort of thing that you can uh, tell people about today and how can people get in touch with you if they'd like to know more and like to talk about working with you? Well, there's this great website that's been developed. (laughs) Oh, I wonder who that was by. Uh, So my website is the best place to land. That's balancecentral.com.au. Right on the homepage, there's a connect and chat button. I believe it's still there. Um, That's always the best place to go and have a conversation with me um balance central like i said doesn't have a lot of completely off the shelf things it's not it's not product based it's service based so it's about servicing who's ready in that moment and what it is they need in that moment so i've had to over the years develop different combinations of every service that i offer for every different client So having a conversation with me allows me to be able to personalise what it is someone needs. And sometimes, here's a shocker, it's not always me that they need. But I'm always willing to have that conversation to identify that problem. I I think that's wonderful. And what I'm going to do is put those details in uh, the show notes. So if you're watching this at a later date, Check the show notes. I will have Chris's uh, link in there. And, uh, Chris, before we go, do you have anything that you want people to take away from today? 
I think that we just need to always remember that we have everything we need right now. It goes back to the I'm enough. You have enough. You can stop searching for all of the answers that you don't already have and start. Just do the thing. Just do it. It will be enough. It'll be 75% more than what you did yesterday. So just do that. Fantastic. That's that's words to live by. Well, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. I really do appreciate it. Um, I'd like to remind people to like this video, subscribe to my channel and ring the notification bell so you get more great content as it comes out. And apart from that, I'm going to wish you all a really happy week. Thank you so much for your time today, Chris. Thanks, Charlie.